you're not alone you're not the only person going through what you're going through if you're finding if you're finding it difficult to be um, an HR professional at the moment then you are not alone and get the help you need to reconnect with how brilliant you are before it gets too bad before you get sick before you you know whatever just know that you're not alone Hello, high achiever. Welcome to the Inside Job Journey podcast. I'm Tiana, a certified professional coach. I work with highly effective and driven people that are always striving for more, helping them define what that more is and learning what they really want. In this podcast, I want to bring you on a discovery journey where you can learn more about what's driving you to never settle. Hello, High Achiever, and welcome to the Inside Job Journey podcast. Today with me, I'm so excited to have Emma Demille. She's a business coach. She owns Be Unstoppable, and she helps women um, become sustainable and stoppable in HR. Welcome, Emma. Thank you. No, thanks. It's really nice to meet you. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. So let's start right off with uh, what you do and what are some of the things that you tap on for helping women become unsustainable, unstoppable. Yeah, (laughs) fabulous. And um, I'll do my best to be succinct. And uh, so I, my business is called Be Unstoppable. I set that up in February 2021 so actually this is two days past my two day two year anniversary so (laughs) I need to do something to celebrate that um and in only in May last year did it all kind of start actually um coming together I suppose so I, I knew that I wanted to work with women I've worked in HR my whole career I knew that I wanted to do something to help women um, and that's where the sustainable unstoppability came from. That was kind of like, um, I, I'm going off on a tangent already. Look, I can tell. <laughs> but I, um, in setting up the business, I recognised that I got stopped myself, stopped from going for the job that I really wanted, stopped from having the conversation that I really wanted to have, stopped, stopped, stopped by, you know, what I thought people wanted from me so so I really wanted to do something where um I could help other women not do that because um, and be more be more who they really want to be um in the pursuit of what they really want so that's where the unstoppable part came from then I realized there's no point in um being unstoppable if we're also like burning ourselves out so I I whacked the sustainable bit in there too (laughs) so um so that's kind of like where the business came from. And then in um, May last year, I hosted an event with a group of women um, and it was around the well-being of HR professionals, entirely dedicated, a day, a day entirely dedicated to the well-being of HR professionals. And we had over 600 people register for that. Wow. Um, yeah. And that was global, like global registrations. And I kind of realised, 
do you know what? I kind of know what it, I know, I kind of know what it means to be in HR. I kind of know that this thing's really, really tough that we do. Um, and maybe there's something in this. And that's where the HR club, which is the main part of my business, came from. So that was a really long winded way of, I'm sorry, of telling you that. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, and I love how you connected the different parts and how you started a little bit broader and that you were discovering where your expertise and your knowledge yeah. came in. You really defined, okay, this is where I can have the most impact. Yes. And yeah. I think that's... It's, it's funny because I, I, I actually resisted working with women in HR for a really long time. Um, I think I think when I left the profession, I was kind of really um, negative yeah. about it. You know, I obviously wanted out of it. So I kind of any any association with HR, I was just really anti that. Um, and it wasn't until someone who was similar to me, but for the teaching profession, she kind of started having real success in her niching with her um, with teachers I, that she kind of said to me, um, why don't you try it with HR? Why just try, just do something, try it out. Um, and it was only when I actually started connecting with with women in HR. I kind of, I kind of like, I totally know what you're talking about in terms of your challenges, but also that is exactly the thing that I've overcome. So like I'm a little further ahead than you. Why not let me help you with some of the things that have helped me kind of um, yeah, redefine my relationship with my career really. So, yeah, it was thanks to thanks to a friend that I kind of did start then um, talking to women in HR and realised that actually that I, I can do that kind of well. <laughs> and there are two things that stood out for me. One is that somehow you couldn't see it until someone else yeah. kind of say to you, yeah, because we. Even when we are coaching or even when we are um, unstoppable in a way, we don't always see the full picture. So getting that external view helps you really see the impact that you could have. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, it's so much. Yeah, there's there have been several conversations that led up to me actually kind of niching with women in HR. I didn't, I didn't know how I could tie with working with women in with HR, even though we're a predominantly female profession, like that was <laughs> that was not something that I could join the dots for myself. So I had like, there were several people, several conversations that kind of you know, just started nudging me towards maybe this could be a thing. <laughs> Definitely. And the second thing that you mentioned that really um, somehow piqued my interest was the fact that you said, I'm a little bit further in the journey and I can help them overcome the things that are, they are uh, going through because I've been through it. Yeah. And I think there is so much power in that small um, somehow view on how things that you have overcome can become tools yeah for you and for other people to just have in the toolbox and just use as needed yeah and I think um when you start when you start a business 
I don't think I'm alone in this. You you kind of think, well, what makes me the person that can do this? What makes me the person that can kind of coach people or help other people? And and I can't remember where I heard it from, but someone said the same thing to me, which was, you know, you don't have to have all the answers. Um, but the fact that you are slightly further along, like you can ease the 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 journey, I suppose, ease the path, clear the pathway for people who are kind of wanting something different for themselves. So um yeah, it 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 kind of helps me to think of it that way as well, because it it helps me to get over a lot of the um I mean I self-doubt uh you know like in a in a critic who are you to be doing the stuff that you're doing because I still have all of that <laughs> um you do. yeah it doesn't go away right it doesn't go away but there is there is stuff that I have that helps people and could help people so um if I can share that then great yeah, and just stepping back to the different parts of being unstoppable, the sustainable part, and being truly yourself. Those are those are two things that really um, inspired me and invited me to connect with you. It's really, first of all, sustainable. We know that if you tend to want to be unstoppable, you yeah. can be over achieving, over committing, over because you have your target in mind and mm. it can be overwhelming sometimes. So Definitely. how what are some of the things that you think can help make it sustainable? So I love talking about this now because it's kind of it's it's a thing that I've been like just created myself but I, I talk about it like it's truth now but I guess it's truth to me that to me there's four pillars of, of sustainable unstoppability um connection to worth connection to mind connection to body and connection to others so um and I think the sustainable bit runs through all of that so um we have to we have to be confident do we have to be confident we have to know what it is our magic is and be willing to kind of and be comfortable playing to that all of the time rather than you know i see i see so many women let alone women in hr kind of pursuing if i get that qualification then i'll be relevant if i do that then i'll be credible actually you have all of that already so connect into that and and you know that's that's one that's the connection to worth part connection to mind which is like understanding like your your internal programming so how do you relate to yourself in the world how do you relate to where do you see yourself in relation to other people getting okay with the fact that we have emotions like um i think particularly with the women that i work with we we're dealing with raw human things all the time and yet we've been never been given the tools for actually processing the impact that has on us so yeah acknowledging that you are a human and therefore you feel um and then knowing what to do with those feelings that's a big part of that connection to mind as well 
connection to body, which is like literally acknowledging that you have a body that that needs things. <laughs> like I talk about it, I talk about it a lot, but I, I had a client who, who um, she kind of admitted, you know, I will wait to go to the toilet when I need the toilet when I'm in the middle of work because I'm so busy that uh, she's like that disconnected from her body that she's not, rely, you know, responding to the most kind of basic functions. And I've seen that myself. I've done that myself. And, I, and, I've, and I've asked other people as well. So connection, connection to the fact that we have a body that has needs, sleep, food, air, all of that stuff. Um, and then connection to others. Because, again, we try and do things ourselves. And, you know, we're all independent women and we're all strong women. And that must mean we never ask for help. Um, but actually, we can do so much more when when we do connect with people and connect with people properly like vulnerably I think that's more powerful than just oh I'm in HR too it, like um okay so what does that mean for you and, and how do you feel about that and what help do you need um that, that they're the four elements for me of of that sustainable unstoppability like I say, I talk about it now, like, oh, that's complete. That's a thing. That's like in the world. That's just what it is. But <laughs> to me, that's the truth. <laughs> but it is. As you were speaking, it resonates so much with me. I've been in corporate for 11 years. And I have to say that I've gone through different phases where, you know, uh, first of all, I'm an introverted. I <laughs> I may have the resting beach face sometimes. <laughs> So getting into HR, it's not an easy, you know, you try to fit in and to adapt and to show up differently. Yeah. But then you understand that that's not really who you are. And then you, you start finding a way to show up a little bit more as yourself mm -hmm. and put those extra quirkiness um in your interactions and then you start seeing that there is space it's not always visible it's not always a direct connection that you can make like yeah I, I can still show up and talk about the fact that I may use my gaming headset when I'm <laughs> doing working <laughs> sessions you know yeah these kind of things and you start realizing that there's so much more in you than just showing up and fitting the mold that you think others want you to be because yeah. it's not always a mold that exists. Exactly. Yeah. And I think it's that um, be, um, being who you think you should be, that's, that's the thing that I'm kind of like rebelling against. Um, in my work is is just you know who, who is it that you really want to be and what is it that you really want to be doing and um, I, I think that's a much more fulfilling kind of place to being um, than, than constantly like making decisions based on well at this point in my life I should be doing this and I should have this car and I should have this house and I should be in this relationship you know well does that really fit with with what is meaningful to you and what you love and what makes you happy um yeah so yeah pursuit of what you really want that's what I'm talking about 
Yes, but it's so hard, as you say it. We think we know what we want. Yeah. But and oftentimes it's actually what we want. It's what the society has decided we should want, what our parents teach us that we should want, yeah. what our partners think should be good for us. And it's really stepping back from all those voices and taking time to talk to yourself yeah. <laughs> and say, okay, what it's really about? What is that energize you? What is that makes your heart flutter? And thinking about, yeah, it's you. It's not just what everyone else wants. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, for me, so my... I'm going to get a really coachy now and talk about like purpose and stuff. But I, I, um, I recognize now that, I know, what am I trying to say? My big mission is to change workplaces so that no one goes home worse than when they arrived. Because I think when you're in HR, you get to see that actually work really doesn't have good outcomes for everyone so I really want that to to kind of um change and that draw to a bigger thing than just me getting up and doing work every day it kind of like it it kind of helps me um on the difficult days where it feels really hard and my mind my self-talk is really negative and maybe I'm tired and and all of that kind of stuff um it's that that kind of internal purpose that is meaningful to me that doesn't involve anybody else like no one's told me that that's what is important to me that's that's like a deep knowing within me that that's what I really want to to change um that that can be really powerful when you actually do tap into that and I don't think it's easy like I'm 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 on the back of nearly 10 years of kind of like self-development to get to this point um but I think when when yeah when you can tap into what's really meaningful to you then um it is more fulfilling and it is more joyful and it is you know there's it's okay that you have tough days some days because you're still you've still got that bigger goal rather than the nice house or the nice car or whatever which is is not particularly motivating and if you if you've ended up in a house like me and um, still feel perhaps demotivated like I was, then you'll know that actually those things aren't motivating, really. Um, it's what it's that that deep thing that's important to you. That's the thing that's going to sustain you going forward. And all the work that you have done in 10 years is worth. And that's the, the kind of thing that I like to share with people. It's it's a lot of work, of course. Yeah. It's a lot of work. It's letting go of um, the fears and the, not letting go, but understanding that they are there and overcoming them and understanding that you can't be just in that spot just because of fear and letting go of some of your self-limiting beliefs. So it requires a lot of work, but yeah. the, the prize is that you get to be more fulfilled. You get to be um, more connected with who you really are. And I just wanted to mention this because 
I I laugh so much when I see your videos on LinkedIn. <laughs> and that's one of those things that people often think, okay, uh, I need to go to LinkedIn and I need to look like this and be very serious and be uh, seen in a certain way, especially because we're usually connected with people that we work with. And so tell me a little bit more about that journey and showing up as yourself, even in a, in a setting that people fear it's all serious and not play. Yeah, it is, it is meant to be all serious and that, isn't it? <laughs> um, how did LinkedIn come about? Um, I... I actually started off on Instagram. This is so ironic. I started off on Instagram because I thought it was where the cool people were. Um, so I was like, and, and I started doing reels over on Instagram. But to get any real traction on, on Instagram, there there's like, there's stories and there's your grid and there's reels and there's live. There's about five different things that you need to be doing on Instagram to, to get any kind of traction at all. And mostly I was just getting men flirting with me and like wanting to be like <laughs> to marry me and that. So I was like, this isn't working. You're that big. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't enjoying it. But I really liked the reels part of it. And that was fun to me. And I enjoyed doing like a voiceover and being sarcastic. That that just it, I enjoy doing it. Um and and then I realized that TikTok, you can you can do all the audio and everything and then just download the video and, and do what you like with it. Um, what made me decide to put my first TikTok on LinkedIn? I really don't know. Um, I had. I think I just thought I'll try, I must have just thought, oh, I'll try it. Um, and. It went from there, really. So, um, and and actually, I think that's what attracts people to me. And it's so. I was doing one. I was doing one the other morning, where I was I was like laying in bed, and then I was like making a cup of tea, and I and I thought to myself, um, like my husband who goes out to work every day, and I'm sitting here doing this on, <laughs> in, uh, you know, like acting to Nikki Graham, um, who was the vo- the the audio um he must be like oh get a proper job but um I that's what that is genuinely what attracts people to me I think because I say the things that um people don't think they're allowed to say I I speak truly and authentically around what it's like to be in the HR profession I share my they're, they're just my truths. They're just things that have happened to me. I'm never making anything up. Um, and people connect with that because, um, A, a lot of the time people find them funny. So people like to be entertained, right? Um, and B, yeah, that what I've found since, since doing this work is anytime you share your story, um, there will be someone else who sees that and takes some kind of benefit from that because so often we think that we're alone and it's only us going through something 
Whereas actually, if you're talking about through me talking about something, if that helps someone else realize they're not alone and actually they can go and speak to someone as well, then that's that's brilliant for me because I'm just I'm helping them achieve, you know, to start their journey towards sustainably unstoppable. So. So the ability to show up on LinkedIn in a place that's meant to be very professional and to show up entirely as my I'm not unprofessional but I have a sense of humor, right? And I'm human and I I feel all of those things. And again, that's for me is, 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 is driven by a bigger, it's bigger than me. It's, it's helping other people. And that's, you know, at the core of me, that's why I went into HR in the first place. So it's always been there. It's just coming out in a different, in a different way now. Yes. Yes. And just the the power of impacting one person that yeah. sees your content and says, "Hey, that's normal." Then it's not. Yeah. I'm not crazy. I'm feeling the feels because it's something that it's hard or something that it's uh, that I feel deeply, and it's something that yeah. speaks to me. And I think there is so much power. And sometimes. Um, we're stopped from sharing ourselves and sharing our stories because we feel like white people should care about them. But it's that one person that can recognize what you're going through and feel relieved or find Mm -hmm. some insights on how to manage things or just connect with you. And I think it's, it's powerful. It really is. And I, and, I, and people message me and they say, you know, I I look forward to your posts. I have a really tough week and they always make me smile. And I think, well, brilliant, because I'd rather be making people smile than, you know, <laughs> than not. So, yeah, fantastic. It, 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 if it changes, yeah, how someone feels about their week or their day at a point in time, then that's then that's brilliant to me. That's um great you know I'm so humbled by I find it so incredibly humbling that that people deliberately go on LinkedIn to like see my Friday posts because I just think I'm just I'm just farting around in my living room like I'm just doing these daft things but but people are enjoying it and I think that's um I've always liked making people laugh I've always liked having a joke and like messing around so you know I found LinkedIn to be a place where I can do that with a lot of people. So lucky me, I say, lucky me. And we all appreciate that because as you say, (laughs) when when I see one of your posts, I know that first of all, I will be entertained and have a nice laugh, but I will also learn. So it's not just about having a good entertainment moment but I know that you will share something that will really make me think and I think the the two things combined are really what makes you so interesting to people because it's not just laughs it's more than that and the value that comes out of it and the fact that you know that HR can be our job yeah. and 
there are days that are really like you ask yourself why I'm even still here doing yeah. this because yeah. HRs go into HR usually because they want to help people and yeah. they want to have um help them develop, help them grow, help them with their working situation that so that they can do their best. But sometimes we we can hear things or um, try to support people that have hard moments. So it's really it can really be tough. And so yeah. you go in trying to have your best approach, but it's it's heavy on ourselves too. Really is, and I see, and I, I it does it, it it really upsets me to see so many women actually who've been in the profession, who are really good at what they do, just kind of so tired, so lonely, so, you know, starting to doubt themselves and their abilities and their worth. And I just, and I just, I think, you know, there's no one celebrating us as a profession because no, we don't, we don't, we don't get to talk about those those impacts that we have because a lot of the time they are confidential and very sensitive. Um. So so again to to be able to celebrate the profession and 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 show that look you, you what you're dealing with is really tough and actually you're you're let down because you're not given the support to do that properly. I will say that all day long because to me that's entirely true. Um, and, and if that helps someone say, realize that they're not the problem, then again, it's another good day of work done from my perspective. Um, and I think it goes back to, to your four points, the self-worth, the connection to the body and the mind and the connection with others. Yeah. It all ties in very nicely because if you don't have those it's going to be so much harder to get through through your day-to-day work it will drain you to the point but if you have those four pillars you know that you have people to talk to you know that if there is a bad day or something bad happens it's not because you're not worth or because you did something that you shouldn't be doing and taking care of your mind and your how you think about things and of your body I think that's very well rounded holistic approach to be an unstoppable sustainable unstoppable (laughs) (laughs) yeah like I say I think so I've I've entirely made this up and now I speak it like it's truth so (laughs) we'll go with that So I don't want to take too much of your time. I think we cover so many things. It's just um, if you could pick one thing that our listeners could take away from this conversation, what would that be? Um, Just um, that you're not alone. You're not alone. You're not the only person going through what you're going through. If you're finding if you're finding it difficult to be. Um, an HR professional at the moment then you are not alone and get the help you need 
to reconnect with how brilliant you are before it gets too bad, before you get sick, before you, you know, whatever. Just know that you're not alone. Oh my gosh, this is so important. And I think it really is um, sometimes that we want to do it all on ourselves. On, yeah. We are strong, we we don't need anyone, but we truly do. So yes, take the time yeah. to understand that there are people out there that can help you and just reach out. You don't have to, they will understand. Even if you don't talk too much, if you don't share everything, they will be there for you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thank you so much again, Emma. It was such an honor to have you here and to share your story, your personality and how you help uh, HR women. Thank you for having me. Thank you. This episode is over. However, you can like, subscribe and follow for more content.